Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Forecast. Another week, another q and I'm so excited. I'm loving these. Truly trying to just pick as many questions that are very just similar, that have something similar, that the topics are similar so that it can resonate with everyone. I do want to say a happy week, happy um, Thursday. I hope everyone's enjoying themselves and that no matter how interesting life can get, you're still cheering for yourself. You're still being your cheerleader. You're still being your best friend. That this is building resilience and not necessarily lack of power. And I want to mention power because one of the questions that are very common and that have been very common lately is that when you start dating, um, sometimes self-esteem tends to be lower. You feel a bit powerless. You feel like you're out of control and you kind of want to know how to stay in your power. This is such a common question when it comes to dating and liking someone and feeling vulnerable because you're kind of waiting for them to say, hey, I like you back. And that's sort of acceptance. That's sort of, um, will I be accepted by someone? Uh, the thing is that we connect this to enoughness, to worthiness, when it, truly that's not the case. Someone can like you or not like you, and it has nothing to do with worthiness. It just has to do with uh, likes and dislikes. Sometimes we can dramatize a scenario. We can dream about a scenario. And maybe we do not even know that person enough to give them our all. We do not know the person to an extent of, yes, it's you. So before feeling powerless because you are so vulnerable in a situation, how about you take it step by step and kind of add this emotional maturity of, yes, I'm liking what I'm seeing and it is exciting, but I'm taking it step by step because this is not the only version of them. I'm sure there's many, the ones, the one where this person might not be having a good day or, you know, after three months and they get used to the scenario, how are they going to be reacting? So truly, I don't think it's about a power that is lost. It's more about the lack of control felt of, I need you to be this for me. Because when we really like someone, we don't notice that we want them to be something for us. And that means that we want them to be either kind or romantic or to listen. And and everyone has something going on in their life. So maybe they're not even at a point in their life when they're ready to listen, to give you their all. Maybe you're ready, but they're not. So it's about truly not jumping a step ahead. See it as steps, taking steps, make make a list. What are my steps? What is this foundation I want to create when I start dating so that I, that I won't feel so powerless and so vulnerable because I already made them the best version they can be because we see potential. I do want to say that we, we always see potential, men, women, 
whatever it is that you connect to, we see potential as humans. We we see others as a possibility as, oh, you could do this. And that's usually because we have the capacity to see beyond some sort of barrier or beyond some sort of um, perspective. But it doesn't mean that everyone else will or that they will. Maybe it's just an idea of something that you really want to connect to, but they're not ready for it. So you have to go through these steps to understand how far to go, how far to connect if they are actually the person or they're just being an archetype, uh, a symbolism behind, oh, okay, I'm closer to what I want. So this connection has to start with you being very grounded towards what you're looking for because this can also guide you towards sacrifice, sacrificing your way of thinking, sacrificing how much you want to communicate or receive and give. This is when maybe your throat starts to hurt because you're not saying everything you want to say. And it's like, well, it's because I can't because then they react and then it's all my fault. And, and it's like, wait, do you actually like them? Because there are crucial aspects in a relationship that you have to like, which is communication, um, some sort of understanding of each other's love language. And with all of this, you have to build a relationship towards that. It can't just be off the bat. That yes, there can be chemistry and that's a really good thing, but we have to understand chemistry is a connection of vibration. So if you're both in the same vibration, you will connect, you will have the same chemistry. I I have to talk about this a lot when it comes to it comes to divine life partners. And how connecting to your person doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be someone who, who here in the now, how can I say this? Who here in the now is next to you or here in the now is the only person that exists that can vibrate the same as you. Because if we talk about vibrations and we talk about evolution, then you, if you're going through evolution, your vibration is always changing. It's outgrowing its old parts. It's like that rebirth. So if you're into growing out your old parts, you might want someone who's as passionate towards that, who's as passionate and connected towards outgrowing their old self. And this doesn't mean just spiritually. This means in every aspect of the way. Because we have to remember that spirituality is being human. So many truly just reflect their spirituality by being very uh, lovable to themselves, as in they try new things, they, they rest, they take care of their physical body, they take care of their mind, they are always out there seeking something new, but then they know when to stop and it's enough. And it, and they might say, well, I don't think I'm spiritual, but that's very spiritual. They're taking care of their temple. And maybe in those moments of silence, they connect to themselves in a very deep way. So don't think that your person has to necessarily outgrow their old self exactly the way you do. 
it's not so literal. Nothing is so literal. It's more about um, having these characteristics that are similar. So make a list of what are the characteristics that you believe in you that are crucial, that are just vital. They live in you and you need someone to understand them if you're going to be with them. So to not fear, feel powerless when you're dating or you start liking someone, try not to make them something that they're not yet. Don't don't speed the relationship. Don't run instead of walking. Be patient. Because maybe they're just a teacher along the way. And maybe if you're feeling powerless, they're that teacher. Make, making you understand that you have to slow down. And that you have to focus on you as well. And that you have to see your worth. No matter what other uh, person is thinking or saying about you. It's about truly grounding this is about grounding your character, your your being, about growing a foundation of this is the person I am. And if I give this, I want this back. This is such a common question in my readings. And, and I love it because we, at the end of the day, we're all really trying to connect to love. That's what we're doing. We are all seeking love in different types of scenarios. If it's career, we call it acceptance, we call it success, but truly it's love. We want to receive love from what we are creating. If it's family, it's if it's a romantic partner, if it's friendships, it's all based on love. So if you start acting with love, which means you start loving yourself and you start making decisions with love as in well since I love myself I'm going to start having this boundary where I give myself three dates to understand this and then the fourth date I'm going to understand this it doesn't mean you don't flow it's a balance you flow on the dates if you feel like something happens then you flow with it and you don't question yourself but yet you have a foundation to go to. And that's when your divine feminine and divine masculine is very balanced because you are giving yourself that stability and flow at the same time, which is truly crucial. That's like the best tool to have out there in the world to just be yourself, to just be um, yeah, yourself fearlessly. That's the key. That's what you need in life to just be yourself fearlessly, no matter where you're going. If you're dating, if you're going into a new career, if you're starting school again, which again, thank you to everyone that shared their story. Um, it, it's beautiful to know that you can feel powerful just by loving yourself. And now we're going to go into the second question. Uh, someone said they felt very lost and they don't know what to do with themselves. Literally, it just says, so lost, what to do with myself? And I think that, I don't want to speak for others, but I think I've been there many times. Even when it seems like I have it all together, I feel lost sometimes. It's like, what am I doing? I never thought I would be here. I never thought I would be doing this. And it feels like you're in the limbo because 
you are in a potential stage. When you're in a potential stage, it means that there's time. It's a time of change. And potential means that you get to decide. You get to be the director of the now. You get to say, well, I feel like I'm in the limbo. I want to add something new or I want to take something off or I want to change this. Even small things. Sometimes it's not even a huge thing. I have a lot of people I know that try to make very big changes when this happens. And I think that's the opposite of what you should do. Because when you're trying to build something new, you have to start from very small steps to actually build the strong foundation. And I'm going to go into the 18 weeks. What are we doing? We were a seed. Now we're growing in through the mud. Um, the stem is actually noticing there was light all along and there was the sun. It's the same thing. Being in the limbo is being that seed. It means you have an opportunity. It means something inside of you is trying to move you. So I always recommend through this stage to really pay attention to what's bothering you exactly. What are you avoiding? If you're not avoiding anything, maybe what excites you? Maybe you have to go explore. There has to be something new that's exciting. If you don't have time, maybe pay more attention to your physical body because sometimes um, paying attention to your physical body kind of grounds you to the point where you understand what's truly happening. And it might be that you feel lost because you hadn't paid attention to yourself in a very long time. So those are my recommendations and more physical recommendations would be to truly journal how you wake up when you wake up, how are you feeling? What's the mentality? Who are you kind of blaming? I don't know why blaming came in. I usually don't go that route, but I feel like whoever needs to hear this, this is for someone to connect. But if you're blaming someone, always remember you're no one's victim. Why be anyone's victim? Why why accept that you that there's a possibility of you being someone's victim. That has to do with vocabulary, mentality, perspective. Um, if you feel like you're not receiving any help, always look in the mirror and say, how am I helping myself? How can I help myself? How can I move this stagnant energy? And usually having those tough conversations with ourselves really, really help. Uh, so that's my answer for that question. And the next question would be how to cultivate trusting your intuition. I really like that question because it's a process. And those who are in my program sometimes get so annoyed at me because I'm always like, well, it's a process and we're barely starting. And they're like, oh, my God. So when you want to connect to your intuition, you have to start with believing you have one. I always ask people, do you believe you have an intuition? And then they're like, oh, I don't know. Do I? And I'm like, well, you have to believe in it. You have to truly believe and say, yeah, I have one so that it can awaken 
sometimes we think that the energy, the the more like spirit connected uh, energy world intuition needs to give us answers for it to prove to us to us that it does exist and that's not how it works it's a tool it's there for us to use so you have to believe in it it doesn't need to be believed in we need it more than it needs us so this is not about well let's see if it works out this is more about I want to use it so I believe in it I believe I have the potential. I believe I can do it. So it can awaken. So you can actually connect to this other side of you that you haven't connected. And to trust it, you have to truly find joy in it. The joy that we create as humans is is very powerful. Because higher, vi- higher vibrational beings call us the children of the galaxy pretty much the children of earth we are here to play we're on the playground of emotions so to connect to our intuition we have to find joy in it so i always recommend that you start very small you don't give it a timeline i don't know start with hey whatever you want to tell me please show me the number three And then start asking yourself questions. And if you see the number three, three times, it doesn't matter in the lapse of how long, then that's your sign. Start start making it a game. I have this joke with my higher self. I tend to sometimes want to help many people and when I go into this mindset of wanting to help 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 and I feel like I'm not doing enough I I feel very tired and when I go to this like supermarket or the or a coffee shop or something and I have this like mentality of I'm not doing enough I have to help more my higher self always sends this song, um, which is put your records on. And the song is very like, just let it be. It's going to happen. Just let it come to you. And the way I knew it was my higher self that gave me that song was because one day I was very stressed. I didn't know how to truly be there for everyone. And my TV was off, completely off the control remote was nowhere near me and the tv turned on with the youtube video of that song and i hadn't heard that song in years i was like nine probably when i was listening to that song or 12 somewhere in between and since then it's that reminder of oh my god yes okay i'm going back to trusting myself because it's a human thing to want to control i'm not saying it's never going to happen but when you're starting to trust your intuition try to not control every single little thing how when the result has to come in when you should know better because usually intuition gives us the answer before the lesson and we still have to go through the lesson so after the lesson you're like oh i knew that and it's like yes 
but you had to go through the lesson. So as you give yourself more of this intuitive space to be open to listening to yourself, you're going to say, oh, I knew that. So next time I catch it, I'm going to write it down. And I have this inner wisdom just growing in me because I don't always have to know better, but now I listen. This very subtle language, this very, um, I always call it, it's like an air vibration because there's different vibrations, but this is like air. It's just there. You can't see it, but you feel it. And physical body, I always go to this. You have to listen to it. I always say that's sometimes what is ignored the most in in the aspect of eat, feeling, feeling whatever's happening in the now. And that's usually the loudest our intuition gets. So if, for example, your body starts randomly getting very tired and you're supposed to go to a party, and it's like, well, it's because this person's going to get mad at me and I don't want to be that friend. Take a moment, sit down, ask your body, why are we tired when we weren't tired 10 minutes ago? Right when I said I wanted to leave, I felt tired. And this is when you have to separate. Is it anxiety because I don't like someone in the party? Or I'm going to see someone from like who knows when and I'm avoiding them? Or is this truly unknown? And the unknown answer will be the intuitive one. The uh, the avoiding one is the conversation you have to have with yourself to truly know why you're avoiding this person and maybe how you can just get it done with that lesson. So intuition is a relationship you grow within. It's a process. You start kind of going step by step. You start having fun with it. You start believing in magic and not the... Not the cheesy magic, not like, oh, I can do magic, but like the magic of my song always plays when I need it. My numbers are always there when I need them. And it's just you projecting that faith because that's what intuition is, faith. It doesn't have to be a religious faith or any type of belief. It's just faith that you know you have you and you have your guides So whatever answer you get, it's going to be the right one in that moment because nothing is right or wrong. Everything is a lesson. Everything is for growth. Everything is to learn how to enjoy this life. So see it that way. Kind of change the perspective so you can connect to your intuition in a different way, not in a so calculated form. And I hope everyone enjoyed the Q&A today. This was so exciting. I love these. If you think about any throughout the week, don't wait for Thursday. You can definitely send them to me and I'll write them down and kind of see how I can make them work for everyone that's listening. Again, thank you for those who come back every week. I'm so, so grateful. I can't wait for so many new things coming in October that I, I just, I can't wait to share, but I'll wait. And I hope you're all enjoying this this new month. Just resting. I think it's a month to rest and see yourself as the beautiful soul you are. So sending everyone so much love and light.